World podcast is a conversation to bridge the gap between boomers and millennials, and we don't pretend to be experts in any matters we discuss. My name is Bobby, and I'm here with my son, Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning, Mama. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good, good, good. Just uh, day five of, no, day six of a new diet, so Uh. I may be a little hungry, but it's actually not so bad. It's not so bad. You know, got to do what you got to do. Got to get uh, this weight off and get healthy. No, totally get it. I've been uh, actually trying to lose weight a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I've been focusing my diet on mainly eating eggs, brown rice, broccoli. Sounds boring. Actually, really <laughs> like it. I like I like those probably three of my favorite things. Good, good. I well, love eggs, I love broccoli, works. and I love brown rice. I don't like many well, other vegetables. And fortunately, those are relatively <laughs> inexpensive in comparison to other foods i'm sorry i wasn't quite at the mic there prior <laughs> it's okay i don't think actually when i think about it i don't think i said that quite on the mic either oh okay well so now we'll be at the same volume because we're both on the mic we are on the mic so today <laughs> we are gonna call talk, yeah easy for me to say we are gonna talk cancel culture what is cancel culture well, they keep canceling everything, so, you know, I wanted to know, okay, what, what is meant by cancel culture? I thought it would be something um, good for us to talk about. So if you look at dictionary.com, they define cancel culture as a popular practice of withdrawing support for or canceling public figures and companies after they've done or said something considered objectionable or offensive. It uh, generally is discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. And it's usually punitive um, when it comes to race, gender, sexuality, related topics. And it seems like the transgressions must be punished no matter how long back they go. Like, think about the Me Too movement and, you know, all of that... um, shaming that has gone on for that and i think in many cases rightfully so but it's kind of funny how it's selective i mean oh i mean yeah yeah I mean, it's very selective unfortunately. If, we, if, we want, if we want to talk about the big uh the the, the big three who've been <laughs> accused of some sort of sexual impropriety mm-hmm. uh we have donald trump joe biden bill clinton yeah <laughs> our for sure. three of our last five presidents right and uh Bill Clinton, even though everyone will kind of dismiss the Bill Clinton, it probably wasn't sexual assault, but there's definitely a power gap between him and Monica Lewinsky. And you can't really say that there wasn't some level. Well, there was definitely sexual harassment. I mean, it was in the Oval Office and there was evidence. So it's like. I mean, I wasn't yeah. alive at that point. Or oh, I mean, I, yeah. I, was I? What, what uh, year did it take? It would have been. I would have. It would have. No, it would have been early 90s, I think. Okay. I'm going to say I, I was born in 95. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah it was before your time uh but yeah there's that's kind of dismissed bill, uh, joe biden yeah bill biden joe biden <laughs> jo- our wonderful president joseph biden uh mm, wonderful i'm not sure i would have described him that way uh, i don't dislike him i feel sorry for him uh, frankly i, I mean, mean in light of his most recent and his first press um conference i mean he couldn't even like answer anything off the cuff he had to read statements from in front of him. He's clearly having some medical issues, and so that's very scary to me. Yeah, I mean, I he has definitely the nuclear code. I definitely am praying for him, and I hope yeah. that he's all right. And regardless of uh, 
political views, I do not want an incompetent person no, running the country. So I will I always totally be agree. praying for yep, them. Absolutely. Uh, but going back to whenever he brought people brought up sexual accusations against him, he wasn't canceled. No, uh, of he course was, not. He was in the middle of his election. Because it depends Same. on the, the, the media. And, you know, we've already talked about the American media. That was our first episode this the season and how powerful they are. And if they choose that it's a topic, then they'll discuss it. And if mm-hmm. they feel that, I mean, if it goes against what their ideology is, then they don't. And it's, that's just pure evil. They should be reporting the truth. What happened to journalism, right? So there's definitely a double standard and there's definitely a double standard in cancel culture. I think so too, for the most part, uh, I'm always hesitant to go full on, just because uh, I think most company, because companies are and typically end up being the decision makers. Uh, as like I'm sure we'll discuss Gina Carano and maybe some other examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Disney is the one who Mike ultimately. Uh, Disney is the one who acts. Uh, 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 why, why can't I speak words? <laughs> uh, Disney is the one who actually pulled the trigger. They're the one who actually fired her. And as much as group shaming or anything we could say that went on in there, uh, it ultimately was Disney's decision for their bottom line. If for some reason they thought that there was a, that uh, the people shaming, group shaming as we described it, on social media, if they were in a minority, if they were like a group that would have no significant financial effects on Disney's bottom line, bottom line they wouldn't have fired her. Well, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all, and I think that they would fire her because she didn't pass the, the, the sniff test for them because she, I don't think what she, I didn't say anything wrong with her tweets. Basically, she was, um, what? let's see, what did she say here? She, she tweeted that uh, being a Republican in 2021 was similar to being Jewish during Nazi Germany. And I know a lot of Republicans have felt that way. What is wrong with that? That is her okay. opinion. Okay. And so I'm why going does that fire to, her? And I'm going to say that Republicans are not persecuted like Jews did during the well, Nazis. I mean, okay. But and, again, it's... But, I, I understand what she's trying, the point she was trying to make. She was she trying was to say. Trying, that's, she was she just was, trying to make a point. She was trying to say that the easiest way to turn people against each other is by making the average person persecute others. The, per, the reason Jews got persecuted so ruthlessly is that Nazi Germany got the average citizen to blame the Jews for all their problems. And so they turn neighbor against neighbor, family against family, and so on. But there are so many red states. There are so many places that's not happening, that there is no persecution. And we live in California, one of the most liberal states there is. We're not persecuted for being Republican. Uh, I I am. Oh, you're very, a Republican? I didn't know you were a Republican. You know what I mean for being relatively <laughs> conservative. Just be, yeah. I'm not a Republican at all, but I am a white Christian male. That is, to, and, and pretty much most people's view, that is the definition of Republican for some reason. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up, the white Christian man, (laughs) because, you know, one of the things that, and I don't have the professor's name, but I remember hearing this during the election, and I remember, like, nothing happens to these professors, because virtually, like, 90% of all professors in public universities are liberal, and they can say what they want, and they say that and share that in front of a group, so when you think about all the people that are coming through our educational system today, it is just quite scary, so... He said, kill all evangelicals and bury them deep in the ground. 
followed by, it's not pretty and I'm not proud, but seeing what evangelical Christians are doing to this county, he said county, but I think it's, he meant country, and it fills, peop, it fills me with rage and a desire to exact rage. Okay? Nothing happened to him. And it's like, he can say whatever he wants. That's why I say there's a double standard. But if it was, you know, just like Gina, she she can't, and I think it's reasonable for her to say what she said. Again, I agree. It's not nearly to the extent of, um, you know, what the Jews faced. But it's her kind of interpretation of that, what she felt like during the election. And so, and especially in Hollywood, because I know that there's not a lot of, conservatives in hollywood so it's it's just my my standpoint if as soon as you start comparing your circumstances to the holocaust and you're not in the holocaust i'm gonna say that's full bs like that's insensitive that's unacceptable and regardless and regardless of group shaming if someone would compare their circumstances to the holocaust and be very big about it on twitter or facebook or whatever she posted it on I would have a be considering letting that person go to. I would not be okay with someone representing my company if they were comparing their situation to the Holocaust or Jews in Nazi Germany. Well, I think also that like cancel culture, it um, it dismisses the importance of intent. So there was a I don't know if you remember this, but there was a black uh, high school security guard, and he was fired. Because he said to a black student who had called him the N-word, um, don't call me the N-word. And then after there was a national uproar, and he got his job back. And so again, his intent was to tell him, hey, don't call me that. How can there be anything wrong with that? Like that, that's ridiculous that this guy was fired because they just assumed. And I think that's what happens a lot with cancel culture is that people make assumptions without doing their research. Well, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I was going to probably bring up Bible verses later, but, uh, the passage in James, and I'm pretty sure it's based on one of the, one of the passages in Proverbs, but it's be quick to listen, slow yeah. to speak, slow to get angry. Yeah. That is the opposite of cancel culture. Yes. It is that's slow right. to listen, quick right. to get angry, quick to lash out. Uh, and that's why it's, again, I think there's plenty of times, oh, I'm sure my mom will disagree with me on, uh there are certain things cancel culture that isn't really cancel culture. I think that they were just legitimate decisions by businesses uh, and that I understand them and I would agree with them. Uh, But I also think that there's times where (laughs) they're just, it's just all around bad. And I think, because I think there's a lot of times where Democrats and Republicans alike will be liberals or conservatives alike will be willing to say, yeah, this is dumb. Why are you doing this? Because for the most part, I think the crazies on Twitter, and I think there's a lot of Democrats who would agree with that there's crazies on Twitter. Uh, not just on Twitter. I mean, yeah, not just on Twitter, but you know what I mean. Uh, where they lash out against these companies or these things for something that's happened, uh, but they don't speak for every single person. They are a very, very loud, vocal group, but they don't speak for everyone. Because uh, you're talking about cancel culture, one of the in most interesting things I found was back when Obama was president, and this sort of, in a sense, started. Uh, president Obama said, "Don't do this. It's bad. Don't just start calling people out for every single little thing they do on social media, because good people can do make mistakes." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, serious mistakes. If we're, if we're going to talk mistakes, pretty much every president since. George W. Bush has committed 
uh, war crimes <laughs> with all the different places they've bombed in a sense they've killed in crossfire, uh, which is horrible to think about. But it's like no matter whose side you're talking about, like it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like even our presidents, the most noble presidents that were the most beloved presidents in the last couple decades have done horrible things. Uh, like I'm still trying to remember one of the most funniest things I found is not too long after Biden got elected, there was a meme and it was just uh, congratulations, Kamala. You're the first uh, black woman who is able to commit war crimes uh, with, by bombing Syria. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's not funny. It's just dark. And it, where oh, it's just really? like, uh, and it's just like, Oh yeah. Congratulations. You're the first female vice president, but you're also doing terrible things still. Like, we we mm. we don't see the what's the phrase we don't see the forest for the trees mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we see we see a couple things we see Obama a lot of people will say they see Obama and they'll say all the great things he did from their perspective but it's like well he did a lot of awful things as well well okay let's just let's just talk about that let's just talk about um, how Trump was vilified because of kids in cages. At the border, okay? That First of all, that started under the Obama-Biden administration, okay? They yes. weren't in cages. They were in, in buildings. They were in tents. They were in places to be able to protect them. Most of these kids that are coming over, they're, 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 they're coming with um, someone who doesn't have their best interests at heart. They're basically coming over to... Um, get the money, you know, for bringing these kids. And, you know, when you look at the atrocities and how the crisis that Biden administration will not admit right now, what is happening at the border, there are so many more now. And now this year they have COVID. So there's like 360 kids right now that have COVID in these um, temporary housing structures, whatever you want to call them. And the Biden administration will not allow the press to be there at all. Now, there have been some undercover people there, and they've shown photos. And it is like 10 times worse than it was under Trump. But you will not hear that from the media. Again, double standard. I, I don't know necessarily by it's 10 times worse. I would imagine it's, just, I would imagine it's just more of the same. No, uh, it's, it's far greater because, and if you, they've, they've interviewed the immigrants, they've interviewed the Mexican official, the Mexican president, president has said the reason that more people are coming across right now is because biden is welcoming them his policies welcome them so there you go so we have a crisis at the at the border yeah but not I, being acknowledged i was by talking the president of the united states i was states. talking about the situation of kids in cages not just the immigration but it is worse because there's far more is the whole point and anyways i don't want us to get of too off topic Sorry, you get me my blood roll. I know, blood. but we're talking about cancel culture. We are, but not immigration policy. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that on a future episode. Oh, you're really gonna hate my take on that. No, I'm probably would. Yeah, you're probably open borders. Oh yeah. Unless you're Nancy Pelosi with a nine foot fence around her house and you know, around the Capitol. I'm a big believer mm-hmm. in free trade and open borders. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't talk about that in the future. <laughs> yeah, we don't get wanna, back to cancel culture. Uh, but the whole point of bringing all that up is before my mom was kind of ranting a little bit there, uh, is that 
Well, I mean, Trump, a lot of people wanted to cancel Trump. A lot of people outraged at Trump for those things that he did. But it was started by Obama and Biden is continuing it. And not only is Biden continuing it, but he's not allowing anyone in. At the very least, Trump, I guess, allowed people to see the terrible things he was doing. But it started Uh, under Obama-Biden. They started it. It was no different between Trump and Obama-Biden. But getting back to it, it's all about talking about a little bit of a double standard media people on social media will be calling out things that are convenient for their perspective well that's the way it always is though with social media that's the way social media works right yeah and it is and there's certain times where i think there's certain times where people can agree on stupid decisions or stupid things that have happened uh, like one of the things one of, one of the examples of council culture i found that i thought was really interesting was a couple years back a New York Times uh, writer was fired after getting canceled because he, I believe, said the N-word. And I don't think he was black. I'm pretty sure he was white. But the context of what he was saying it was, hey, that's a bad word. We can't say blank. <laughs> that's inappropriate. And so like, he was literally saying, we can't say this. That's terrible mm-hmm. and so well, like that's like the black security guard it's the same thing it's the same concept he was saying hey don't call me this but because he said that word you know he was fired and it's like wait a minute that's that's so that's really kind of why you know chris harrison was initially fired from the bachelor you know he was like defending the gal on there and ultimately he was rehired back so that that's oh, he was rehired back he was rehired back that's good yes because, I mean, forgiveness needs to be a thing. We need to be able to look at people's mistakes. Uh, and we need to be able to see any bad thing they did and be able to come to forgive them and see that why, like, <laughs> come to see why uh, that they've changed or how they've changed. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's certain situations where I think we also need to acknowledge that council culture isn't that bad. Like, we sort of we started at the beginning with the Me Too movement that started with Harvey Weinstein. Right. And I think liberals and Democrats alike can all agree, uh, liberals and and conservatives alike Mm -hmm. can all agree that canceling Harvey Weinstein and anyone else who is a uh, pervert, pervert, pedophile, sexual assaulter, rapist, whatever, whatever word uh that you want to describe that's a good thing yeah that's a good thing and so there are possible you know and and then and then there were so many celebrities at the time who were saying oh this is a witch hunt they're coming after us well it's like Mm -hmm. well then don't be a weirdo don't 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 do these basic things of human morals right don't coerce a woman yeah yeah i mean uh i know what you mean yeah Yeah. don't don't coerce a woman to sleep with you so that she can get an acting job Mm -hmm. like that's terrible right uh, I still remember uh, not too long after that happened, I read an interview with Lena Headey. Uh, she was the actress who played Cersei in Game of Thrones. She's also in a few other big roles. Uh, and she described that the first time she met Harvey Weinstein was that uh, he asked her to get alone with her in a car. And they were just driving around town talking about this role. And she immediately got the creeps from him. Like, she just somehow knew everything was off immediately. Mm-hmm. And she ended up turning down, I think it was supposed to be a decently big role or a decent paycheck. So that, because she just, she thought he was the, she gave him the, he gave her the creeps. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. wanted to get away from him. Well, I do think that there is a positive aspect to, um, uh, you know, cancel culture in a sense that, you know, we are held accountable for our actions. I mean, I do believe in forgiveness. 
I think that there are some things that, um, you know, like the whole Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I mean, he's just got to go, period. But, like, for example, you're talking about before um, about the N-word. I'm, I'm thinking about Paula Dean, who was basically canceled about a decade ago because she said the N-word in the 60s. Now, okay, I lived in the 60s. I would say probably most people I know have said the N-word because that was common culture at the time. So you don't cancel history. It kind of reminds me last year of um, the, the riots and everything and where they were like tearing down all of the, the statues and they were tearing down things that were actually positive things. And it just didn't make sense. You know, like Abraham Lincoln, they wanted to tear down... <laughs> you know, the Lincoln Memorial. I mean, yeah, I think and sometimes deface it, and they did deface it. I and, think sometimes people can just be really dumb about right, what they're trying they're following to cancel. The crowd. See, that's the problem. That instead of looking at the facts, they're like, "Oh, my friends are tweeting this, or my friends are are supporting this, or not supporting that," and they just kind of go along with it without doing their own research. But this gets back to American media that we talked about before, and how evil it is for the american media to not report the truth they report their own ideology or their version of the truth and that is pure evil yeah and i think the 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 thing that though that is truly terrible uh, and that is it comes down to something uh i really loathe and it's called identity politics and i just really loathe identity politics politics i understand if you're a certain race religion uh ethnicity social class, whatever, you want to vote based on things that would help you or your group. But when you just, and when that becomes the only thing, the only reasoning, and all you do is vote based on your identity, well, things start to fall apart. Uh. <laughs> the dog is whining outside the door. <laughs> well, I also just heard, uh, I, I, I forget the sweet little girl's name, but... Uh, she is, she's, she's, is it Audra? Audra, I think, isn't it Audra? No, I don't remember. I'm uh, so she was, she was going, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> <To> <laughs> she's talk, she to talking to Revan. I completely lost my train of thought. We were well, talking about. Well, let me just kind of share a couple, uh, cancel culture moments here in the recent past, um, to remind you of, to me, just the silliness of it all. So Mike Lindell, he's the CEO of MyPillow, and, you know, he was a supporter of uh, President Trump. And basically, because of that, many, if not most, of the major retailers that were carrying his line canceled him. They just removed his line. You know, they, they do it in the vein of, oh, you know, this is just um, to better market our products and so it's just all lame it's all ideology they're doing it because they don't want to support somebody who's conservative real simple i i i mean i disagree i with know their... you do but i'm not done jk rowling okay she's of course the famous author of the harry potter series and she's faced backlash for voice voicing her fears that the push for transgender rights will ultimately endanger women's rights now What's wrong with that? Why, why can't she have an opinion? See, that's where I get really frustrated. And it's like, you know, the fact-checking, like the other day with the press, virtually everything that Biden said was factually wrong. And he wasn't, he wasn't fact-checked. 
But every time Trump opened his mouth, he was fact-checked. And he had the right to his opinion the way Biden does. And it's like, it is such a double standard. And frankly, I am so frustrated with it. And all of my friends that are conservatives are frustrated with it too. And you know, what it really means is full circle. It's just going to come back to bite somebody in the butt because it's just wrong. Let just tell the truth and face the, you know, face the facts. If something's wrong, call it wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. And I would say I am a little, I am a little tired of more uh, liberals not holding their own group of people to their own standard. Uh, but I also and, think and Republicans do the same thing. I mean, so this I mean, is yeah, not, definitely. I mean, I think about there was one of, one of the last, during the last big race of Senate, I think it was 2018, not, not 2020. Uh, it was, I think it was 2018. It might've been governor of, of Alabama or Senator. I don't remember which, but one of the, the Republican running the candidate was, was like a known sex offender <laughs> or accused of sexual assault many times. And it was like, you couldn't offer a better candidate than this. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm not in the state, but like, really? Like, this is the best you got, conservatives. Mm-hmm. I like, was like, I would be so ashamed to be a conservative Republican in that, that state. Well, there's one more um, that I wanted to, to bring up. I don't know if you guys remember Goya Foods. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember so, the beans. Yeah, the beans. And so basically their, their business is doing better than it ever has been. And it's because he supported Trump. Again, it's a double standard. And so when these people boycott, uh, it, it, it kind of only helped to propel this company. And they're doing well. And um, I'm just saying, you know, like, and I know a lot of friends that don't want to go to movies because so many, so many actors are liberal. And it's like they don't want to patronize that. But it's like they're still actors. You're going to, you want to see the best actor actress um as possible if you're going to go see a film you don't want to see something poorly acted and like um, hallmark well (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh you set me up for that one you did yeah i did um and and unfortunately you know a lot of christian films aren't made that well you know i think they're getting they're getting better they've gotten better but a lot of them are pretty terrible yeah, they, ha- they have been. And so it's like, um, you know, if you want to see good entertainment, but, you know, what what good does it do you to boycott that? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. No, I mean, it's, yeah, and again, going back to my opinion, I know you firmly disagree. I do think most companies and celebrities are going to be making and saying things that are based on what they care about. I mean, based on what other people care about, not what they actually believe or care about themselves. I think companies, if they can may do financially better, if they don't fire or cancel someone or don't give in to that demand, they will do so. And I think most celebrities don't really care about minorities or women or a lot I of things. I completely disagree with I you. I do not. I think most just don't genuinely care because if they did then there wouldn't be such rampant accusations during the Me Too movement of Vunk celebrities, and there wouldn't be such mm. rapid accusations of secret slave rings, sex rings, all these terrible things. There, I just don't think it would exist if people genuinely did care. 
if if celebrities really were genuine or authentic, I don't think they actually care. Well, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think I'm not saying that they care. I'm saying on your point earlier where, you know, they're not really standing up for their own convictions, but they're just kind of following the crowd and reporting out. And it's like, I don't think so. I think they're actually reporting what they think. They have no clue. I think Hollywood does not understand middle America, period. I, I think to some extent that's true because I know I remember during the uh, a lot of the BLM riots there was a I don't know if he was retired or current basketball player but he was in a rich gated neighborhood and he was cheering he had this tweet it was <laughs> really ironic he had this tweet of like yeah like go like burn down these places and then he's like next tweet like two hours later and he was like hey I'm starting to see people like getting close to our neighborhood. Like you guys can't be burning down this place. Go burn down those other places. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, this was, how's that different from Kamala Harris, who was, you know, um, raising bail money for the people that were burning down places. I mean, it's so it's again, double standard. It gets, it, it's very frustrating. Um, but you know what we, this kind of, if we think about what, we were talking about in our last segment on eternal life. You've heard me really pumped up here and I have to just like dismiss all of that. I have to not get caught up in all of this stuff in this real world that we're in right now um, and not become cynical. And um, I need to think about the Lord's will for my life. It's kind of like, you know, when, and we've all been here where we've worked in a job where we look to other people we work alongside, they're making a lot more money and they're doing basically nothing or it appears to us that they're doing nothing and and uh, and we want to complain about that. But that's not up to us to complain about somebody else. What we need to do is do the best job that we can um, and, and recognize that we work for the Lord, not unto men but unto the Lord. And, and so I think that as we go through this life, it's important that we not get caught up in things like cancel culture. I mean, I think it's easy to get caught up because I think for, for especially if you're older, it's like they want to throw your history away. And again, I think it's better off from, from my perspective, instead of throwing it away, talk about it, reflect on what was right, what was wrong, and grow from there. You know, they've always said that if you... Um, we're, we're, we're doomed if we do away with history because we're going to repeat it if we don't, you know, talk about it. So I think that's an important lesson that we need to think about here. Yeah, and I also do say as much as I think a lot of examples of cancel culture I would actually have agreed with, uh, we're talking about like Gina Carano, Dr. Seuss books. I don't think those are cancel culture. We don't need to get back into that. And there's other examples where I think it was just good business sense and so on. But even if I agree with a decent amount of cancel culture, uh, I still think it should be urged with caution, like President Obama did back when this kind of first started in the early uh, part of this decade. Because if we go too far, if we start doing this with everything, it eventually will become like what Gina Carano did say. Uh, when everyone is shaming everyone all the time and you're persecuting everyone who has the slightest bit of difference, that's how fascism starts. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> and we, we have to be careful, regardless of political perspective. I agree. Uh, so what do we do now, Brian? What do I, we do? Talking about what do we do? Yeah, what do we do now about cancel culture? I think what we can start with is forgiveness. Forgiveness, okay. We can start with understanding that people aren't the same. Uh, people 
grow and change. Uh, I'm not the same person who I was last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person who I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And then people are in different stages of life and they grow and change. And one of the big things I wanted to share was some scriptures. You already kind of mentioned this. We're not really of this world. We're sojourners. Uh, mm-hmm. It's okay if you're a Christian and you do get canceled. It's okay. But we do also want to not get canceled because that's how we do ministry. We not be, may not be of this world, but our ministry is to the world. Uh, if we can't forgive, we can't be like Jesus. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or conservative. It doesn't matter who you want to cancel. People can change, even if they're, they were your enemy. Also, pray for those who persecute you. Mm-hmm. Pray for those who disagree with you. Pray for those who would say you should be canceled because pray you... Pray for your enemies. Yeah, if you, if you don't believe in gay marriage or whatever... Anything that would be called you a bigot today, um, pray for your enemies. Pray for those who dislike you. Don't lash out against them. Mm-hmm. If the world does hate you, Jesus says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think most importantly is Romans 12, uh, Romans twelve two. Is be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, don't let these things of this life consume your mind. Mm-hmm. Be transformed into Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus challenged culture jesus did not lash out against culture the only Mm -hmm. time jesus ever lashed out once was when the temple was made into as he said a Mm -hmm. den of thieves Mm -hmm. that is the only time jesus ever lashed out in his ministry Mm -hmm. jesus Mm -hmm. challenged culture he challenged the existing institutions he did not get so angry and upset that he just lashed out he was always Mm -hmm. quick to listen slow to speak slow to get angry so i think we have to get into an attitude of gratitude um and i think by like thinking about the things that we have that we're grateful for our blessings instead of thinking about what's wrong um, is, is a good way to go. And I mean, we all need to have that adjustment readjustment on an ongoing basis because regardless of what we think, which side we're on, um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the moment of it all. And uh, we have to take a step back. We have to look for the truth. And the only place that truth is truly found is in God's word. That's the only real truth that exists, period. Mm-hmm. So, No, and I agree with you. It's, that's where truth is found. Awesome. Uh, well, well, I think, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up then. Yes, so thank you for everyone who's been listening. Uh, thank you for everyone who has talked to me and said that they will get to watching this or not watching, we're listening to this podcast. <laughs> CJ, my bro, if you're listening, thank you. And we're uh, going to have a guest speaker next uh, uh, in the near future. Yeah, near future. I would probably assume May okay. uh, because yeah. that when school's done. Mm-hmm. And we'll get a little bit more talking into Black Lives Matter minorities mm-hmm. with one mm-hmm. of my uh, best friends, Jared. Mm-hmm. Looking uh, forward to that. Anyway, so thank you. Like we mentioned, listening for us today. You can please feel free to send us an email at realworldpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also please leave a review at any uh, or a like or wherever you get your podcast at. We'd be very appreciative. Follow as well. Uh, and so with that, I hope you guys have an awesome God bless day. Happy day. Yep. <laughs>